Hey Squadron, Alchemides here. I hope this finds everybody well. Welcome to episode 8 of The Perfect Sessions. This one, we talk to Greg Flanagan, who is an absolute legend. He's been a Squadron member uh, for such a long time now, um, and he's very active uh, in our uh, Squadron's mess group um, on our Facebook page, uh, which is a community group, if you didn't already know. Um, and... Uh, he is a sapper, so he gave us a lot of insight in surfing sort of areas like Jay Bay, which is an area he grew up in, which is incredible. Um, and, um, we had lots of laughs with him. He's a, just a genuinely lovely, lovely bloke. Anyway, uh, give it a listen. Let's not mess around. Let's get straight in. Whoop! Uh, episode seven, remind me, Jim, the words were, your word was conjunctivitis. Yeah. And my word was... Placenta. Placenta. Nice. Um, well, Jim, I have been doing a little bit of research. Because, um, you know, to be quite frank, I want to stitch you up. <laughs> um, so I have chosen a word um, and have to do a special mention to Susie Dent um, of oh, Countdown fuck fame. fuck you, man. Oh. And I found Clutterfart... Um, do you want to know the meaning of go, clatterfart? Go, go, go. Clatterfart is a gossip. Right, nice. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I was going to riff off your word, but it turns turns out you've like gone hardcore and actually researched it. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna equally fuck you up with a with a word that I believe is uh, like a like a it's like a Victorian political slang thing. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember what it means. I think I saw it in Dickens. And the word is snollygoster. So we're snollygoster. So we're gonna have to quickly Google what that means, so that you can try and fit it in. Snollygoster. Yeah. Fuck what you, man. Fuck? If you're gonna hit me up with fucking clatterfarts. Clatterfarts. Are, you can clatterfart the shit out of anything. What do you snollygoster? Not getting arrested. Snollygoster. Fuck. Yay! If you're local there, you catch the winds. But um, when you live two hours away, which is our closest spot, it's it's quite hard to get the get the sessions in that are good because it's the kind of place that relies on wind swell. So if the wind switches, you have to be there. If you miss that or miss the tide, you're buggered. Yeah, I've some really decent surf there, but generally it's probably one of the worst places in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I bought a big nine six. <laughs> <laughs> So where are you originally from? Obviously South Africa, Greg, but whereabouts? Yeah, yeah. The spot called Port Elizabeth. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we used to live just outside Jay Bay, probably about half an hour's drive. So I sort of grew up surfing Jay Bay, St. Francis Bay, Port Elizabeth, that sort of area. Nice. And, uh, yeah, we had a good, good, good childhood of waves, really. <laughs> yeah. And now you're in Norfolk. Yeah. yeah. No, well, no, I'm in Bishop Stortford, which is like near Stansted Airport. I know. It's not quite the J-Bay waves that you, you, that you were used to then. <laughs> I had to go to Bishop Stortford once to try and find 
uh, this is a long story, but I, I had to try and find a, a, a locksmith to break into my girlfriend's car because we'd flown back from, from Slovakia and she'd left her car keys in Slovakia. So we tried Googling how to hotwire a car in the, in the internet cafe at Stansted Airport and got kicked out. And then we had to get the bus in because we didn't have any battery left on our phones to try and find somebody that would come and uh, hotwire our car for us. Did it going to work? No. I, I know someone who could do that for you. <laughs> there you go. Well, I didn't know you then, man. <laughs> we ended up having to abandon the car and get a car phone in the end. Greg's right anyway. there. You know, you, could, you should just call Greg. Yeah. He'll sort that out for you. Yeah. Just walked around and Greg! Greg! So you can. Yeah. What dog have you got? Yeah. It's, it's a mixture between a Lars Harapso and a Jack Russell. Oh, right. Oh, nice. So yeah, yeah. Velociraptor. We got him will <laughs> <laughs> be coming back in a minute. You'll hear him. <laughs> Introducing Greg Flanagan, who was originally from Port Elizabeth, just outside Jay Bay, but is now carrying out tiling in Norfolk. Uh, where there is plenty of windswell. Um, uh, Greg is married and has a dog and a cat. One of the, the dogs sounds like it was a half-breed between a Jack Russell and a Velociraptor. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I, th I think it was born in a caravan, to be honest. <laughs> so what we're doing here at the Perfect Sessions is a dream session. So it doesn't have to have ever happened. It could be a perfect storm of circumstances or it could be a memory. Either way, we want details. But first, Jim, beers. Beers. What have we got today? So we've got the, the amusing, punnily titled uh, Merc Life Balance, which is a hazy pale ale from uh, Magic Rock Brewery. Nice. Coming in at 5%. Nice. And a Beaver Town Neck Oil, which sounds nice Ooh. and industrial. Mm. Yeah, that's, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Set up by um, the son of Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. Well, there we go. Are you a Zeppelin fan? Yeah, yeah, I used to like Led Zeppelin, yeah. Yeah, oh, nice. It's, uh, oh, he's, he's, his son's making beer now, so that's... Uh... I'm going to start with that. Wait, wait, yeah. Well, I'll go the opposite then. I'll go yeah. the Merc Life Balance. Yeah, and, um, yeah oh. just give us the percentage. What are you drinking, Greg? What have you got? Um, I've got Tiger Asian Lager. Oh, nice yeah. curry beer. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm having curry later, so that mm. might be a good problem. addition. <laughs> oh yeah, these wanky IPAs are getting are getting a bit Does, fierce, aren't they? Yeah, so titled after the last podcast. Yeah, wanky IPAs is what we're all about now. I've I've been to a ploughing match before, and um, with all these Kent Kent farmers, and, and you get all the Kent ciders. Right. No, like seven, seven percent to like probably eight point four. <laughs> uh, don't remember much to be honest. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, there's there's um, around here. Yeah, we plenty of cider. We're right next door to, to sort of Somerset. You know, we're we're yeah, outside yeah. Cornwall, but you know we're in Devon. Yeah. But um, right outside Somerset. So like uh, one of the ones that has a bit of a reputation down this part of the world is one called Old Old Rosie. Um, yeah. And the reputation is if you have, it's like the four pint challenge. You have four pints of old Rosie and 
anything can happen. You know, it's sort of like... What I uh, find with that stuff, it's fine. Where if you're sat at a table and somebody's bringing them over, you're all right. Until you try and stand up. Yeah. And then you just... Yeah. <laughs> I can sit down and drink it. It's just when you have to get up for a piss and the problems start. But it's just all those... It, it, the, the stories that you hear of people on Old Rosie of, like, waking up in... Um, someone else's garden, wearing someone else's clothes, you know. Um, you know. Hey, it's all gossip, man. <laughs> Just that part, it's a lot of it. That, that did not happen. Personal experience. Yeah. But no, the feeling. No, I think, like, perfect session-wise, like, actually, I'd say Port Elizabeth. It's, it's a bit of a small wave spot, but there's this one spot called Miller's Point. And it's just this perfect right hand. It's, it's sort of like super tubes in J Bay, but a lot more mellow and not as powerful. So it's a good fun wave. And it's probably what, probably about 300 meters long, right? Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so it's like a, uh, it's sort of a take off a fast section into like a slow section where you can do a nice little cut back. And then it goes into like a sort of faster section and the floating section, then into a cutback section again. That's really, really, really nice wave. And generally, it used to get quite crowded, but on the odd occasion, like weekdays and that, you, you, you could get it with like about six guys out. And sometimes it's just with your mates and that, which is pretty cool. Everyone hooting at each other and laughing at me falling off and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'd say that would be my perfect session and it's, it's a wave you're familiar with as well. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah, sort so of know it inside out, you've got no sort of fears and nowhere to paddle out and you catch a wave down, walk back up the beach and do it again and again. So that, that's where we're going to, but what are the conditions? Um, I'd say sort of 46 foot uh usually sort of like just overhead would be its best thing with a light on offshore which wouldn't happen often because Port Elizabeth's known as the windy city so you usually get a lot of chop on the way but every now and then it's just this pure glass and light offshore and absolutely awesome and every now and then you get a few dolphins popping by so yeah yeah it's awesome spot down in uh, Watergate Bay, um, again, this is this is going back a fair few years, but Watergate Bay, I want to say like sort of September sort of time, um, me and a pal, Lordy, big shout out to Lordy, um, were surfing Watergate Bay and um, again, like, I don't know, must have been about um, waist high, maybe shoulder high, top end. Um, but really nice, like sort of, you know, September session sort of stuff, yeah. um, sunset and all that. And along the wave, probably about 50, 60 yards ahead. Um, yeah, must, uh, porpoises or dolphins, you know, just sort of yeah, surfing, yeah, surfing the yeah. same wave. Just really nice, you know. I nearly got capsized by a seal when I was kayaking once. What was that, St. Ives? No, that was actually in, in Plymouth Sounds. Mm -hmm. I had a lap full of mackerel and it decided that it wanted my lunch. Why do you have a lap yeah. full of mackerel? Is it just because you, that's something you're into? Sexy time. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, one, the one time, this mate and I, Donovan, he, we, we went out, there's a spot just out, like in Port Elizabeth, you got the, like the city base, which is where Miller's Point is and that. And then you got what we used to call the wild side, which is quite sort of daunting spots and very secluded and that. And we 
we went out at this one spot for a dawny, probably about four in the morning. But all the ski boats pull in there and gut their fish and shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they so get we had, so it's like sh attracting sharks, I would have thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it was just him and I out. Like as the sun's coming up and we're just sitting there. Next thing I was up at the bottom of my board. Oh fuck. I don't, don't know what the fuck it was. It could have been a seal, it could have been a shark or anything. They're like these like like the bay is like a little bay like that, and there's rocks there, and you sort of like paddle out a channel. And we didn't even <laughs> we shed ourselves so much, I can clambered over those rocks, cut my feet to shit. I didn't stop running till I'd reached the fucking top of the sand. <laughs> so, absolutely shut up, though. Yeah, old fanning there. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get the tap on the nose. Yeah. All right, mate. Yeah, no. He, in fairness, I mean, I I heard whether this was like um, just local bands or what have you, but but um, I heard that uh, when Mick Fanning got out and the competition was sort of closed, like a load of locals were just like running in because they were like, "Oh, great, the, the beach is ours again." Yeah. They were yeah, in, yeah. In, and people were like, "What are you doing?" There's there's definitely sharks inside yeah. out there, and they're like. There's always sharks out there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just got tangled in his leash and was trying to escape, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Naughty. like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty puppy. Naughty puppy. Yeah, but but, yeah. but we, we used to always go to the Billabong Pro and that as kids and and watch all the boys like Brad Gerlach and Sonny Garcia and Nice. And you used to always see them, in, in, and then we'd, we'd like go to the pub, and we were about 16 or something, and just because we knew people there, we used to get into the pubs, and that, and used to like see all these dudes fucking pissed off their heads, and uh, driving down the road, shirts of shouting, and actually, like, <laughs> I went up to say hello to Brad, Brad Gerlach once, and he like, looked at me and said, can you tie my shoelace? And I was like, fuck Miller's point, uh, what do we say? We're saying sort of, you know, um, head high. What um, what sort of board are you riding for that? 6-2. Uh, 19 and three quarters, was it? I mean, I, I had a pure fun forms at that point, which was quite a nice board. I mean, in those days, you just, your boards were all generally more or less the same. It was just a performance short board. And it started on 20s when we first started surfing and then the thrusters sort of started creeping in. And um, look now, then I, after, after all this time out, now you see boards and it's like every different shape and volume and everything you can think of. But generally your performance thruster was, was um, good enough for all the surf around that sort of area and that you didn't really need anything high volume and that sort of thing. And what are you riding at Norfolk at the moment? Um, mainly the Bic 9.6. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've tried, I tried to take the short board out. I've, I've, I had a performance 6.2 which I was stupidly bored thinking it would float me. Yeah, paddling out there, it's like it's like a Canadian river, you know, like in the Rockies somewhere, the, the rips runs lateral to the beach. 
and if you if, if you're not paddling hard enough you like you're surfing east runt and within 10 minutes you're halfway to fucking chroma just bought a 24 year old um board i think it's called general surfboards or something and it's an eight foot minimal nice i've had, i've taken that out a couple of times but it's absolutely battered yeah and i had to patch it all in and put the fin back on stuff but that goes really nicely so yeah, you can't be like a, a snolly goster about this sort of got to be able to, you know, sort of pick your your boards. And, and I think what I love about having a Bic in my quiver is is that, um, you know, whenever someone comes down who doesn't necessarily surf that much, it's normally that's yeah. not what I give them. So I'm like, don't break any of my other fucking boards. <laughs> yeah. You know, those ones are expensive. <laughs> Yeah. You, you can have yeah, that one's yeah. indestructible. In fact, let me reverse over it and I'll show you. Now I've ordered some boards from a shaper mate of mine in SA. Nice. I, I, I should have bought locally, really, but but um, thought I'd help him out a bit. But now I've actually bought seven boards. Nice. Because <laughs> it's too expensive to ship one, so I've bought seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Justify it price per board, not yeah. overall price. And just, you're like, well, yeah. this is the best deal. So bollocks. Bollocks. I'm getting a crate. I'm getting a crate. That, that, that was the only cost effective way to get a transporter. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, got two shapes that I really like. One's a grovler and one's like a fish on steroids. So, yeah, so I'd like to try them out. Is that, is, that what is that what it's called? A, a fish on steroids? Because uh, it's, a, uh, it's an apex twin, but it's, it's, it's got like a, what do they call a venturi channel. Yeah. So it's like a channel from nearly on the nose through down to the, between the fins. Yeah, yeah. A slight channel. I've never actually seen them in real life, so I can't really comment too much or surf one, but I've spoken to mates and they, they really like them and it's sort of taken over their quiver. So, so quite, quite a bit so, of volume yeah. on it as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think five, five nines, five tens are about 40 litres. Wow. Five, yeah, yeah. five eights, five eights, 35, 36, somewhere around there. So yeah. you generally surf them about four inches smaller than what you're used to surfing. So. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, you're, um, you're, yeah. you know, you're going to ride probably, um, take one of these out, uh, and then sell it on and then take another one out and then sell it on. You, you've got to try them out, haven't you? <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, it's like Christmas. <laughs> the wife's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> I managed to pull off a floater on the bit by mistake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was trying to turn off. Next thing I was like, ooh. <laughs> gotta be like, oh, yeah, 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 boys. Haven't done that for a while. I'm glad I pulled that yeah. one off. <laughs> I just I just got out after that one and all. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Whoop! Drop down. Snap. And then after that. You just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted, so pitted like that. The last uh, podcast that we did with was with Conkers, and um, he was talking about how he just he absolutely loves going to the wave in Bristol. Yeah, um, so, yeah. you know, one of these artificial things. I mean, it, you know, you're a 
you're a bit closer to the nation's capital than we are. I mean, there's there's a few of those sort of things happen planned around that sort of area, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, just down the road from us, and it's basically where the Olympic um, village, like like um, where they had all the water sports for the Olympics, like um, whitewater rafting and all that. So it's going to be just down the road from us. I'd I'd like to give the wave wave a go. If it's anything like the one in Bristol, um, you know, yeah. I mean, in fairness, loads of people wax lyrical about it, saying like, you know, yeah, it's just, yeah. just great and that side of things. But you know, J, J Dog, you're a bit, you're I'm, a bit I'm the a bit other skeptical. side. It's cool. I just don't, I, you know, like the idea of like paying to, like, I, th I think it takes something. I'm gonna get all like heart and soul about. It. I'm gonna start like I'm talking about Italian sports cars or something. But there's something, there's something soulless. There's something missing about. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm sure it's great and I'm sure it's a great wave and I'm sure you have a great time, but it's like a mm. fucking theme park ride, it's not the sea, you know? Yeah, I mean? no, I get, I do I get that, but, but like, you know, if you're I've never been, so I can't go. <laughs> if you're landlocked or your yeah. brake isn't, isn't very consistent all the time and you're just really gagging just to actually ride yeah, some waves. Yeah, I, I get all of that, I get all of that, but it's, it's still, there's something, there's, there's, well, it's, like, it's like the most inauthentic form of surfing in a way, isn't it? Yeah. It, it misses something. If there's no rep there, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I think spots like that are good, especially for, for when you've traveled a long distance and you get to like Cornwall and then it's onshore and two foot or something and you don't get a decent surfing on your way home, you can pop into the wave and get a couple, yeah. can't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's, there's, there's positives in there, but, um, you know, I'm not going to do them. If, if the wave in Bristol turn up and are like, hey, aging surfer you brilliant surf journalists um why don't you come up and and give this thing a proper review in the only way that you know how to guess I what think you're going to it the wrong way because you're already giving them positive pr right what you need to do is slate them and have them challenge you that's what i'm doing yeah. that's what I'm doing. oh i see okay yeah. well, I was just yeah, that's a big plan they give me the freebie and i'd be like no nah, yeah, well, they're, they're more likely to give me the freebie to try and convince me to stop bad mouth yeah. do you know what you're right that's my tactic you, you waste Bristol bastards. <laughs> there we go, yeah. you're getting on now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jim, I'm in. Slate that shit. Yeah, this rubbing. Now, Ali's trying to play a bit of a fast one here, because this is where I managed to actually fit in my word. Um, but that bastard saying, because it's not clear enough on the mic, he's not giving me the fucking point. So I'm just going just gonna to stick this in the edit without him knowing, uh, clear up this issue directly with the listeners, and uh, give myself the, the point. Fuck you, Al. What yeah. era are we talking? When's what, what's the timeline? Well, what uh, are we? Eighties, nineties, two thousands, earlier, later? L late, late eighties, sort of like eighty-seven, eighty-eight, because um, weren't really crowds then in, in mm. South Africa. It wasn't wasn't too bad. I mean, you, most of the time you'd go out with just your mates. Like we used to travel out to St. Francis Bay and all that. And, it would just be you and your mates and then maybe one or two locals and that's like seven people in the water and stuff like that which was pretty cool <laughs> and these days it's foamy fucking central everywhere yeah uh, i think should be banned personally it takes the well, soul out of surfing totally can't yeah. stand a foamy <laughs> <laughs> they're working like on wave pools. Wonder if they'll invite me as well. <laughs> I'll let you know if my tactic works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, 
we're in the uh, we're in the eighty sevens. We are at um, the Miller's Point. It's overhead. Who are we with? Yeah. So so yeah. Just basically your mates. It's obviously you have the best sessions with your mates and, and yeah. But all the, all of them surf better than me. <laughs> not, but yeah. <laughs> you know that's yeah. what I think sometimes. You know they kind of going out with people that are better than you often kind of push you to at least try some things that you wouldn't have done before, don't they? So. Yeah. Just happy to be up there. To be honest. Yeah. 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 yeah so. So who's the sort of um is who would be the the person that would like sort of organize that group? Would that be sort of you? Would that be you getting on the, the WhatsApps or what have you and saying, look, um we didn't know, have mobile phones. At least the mobile phones were this big, weren't they? They're sort of like you carried them as a no, we, no, seriously, we didn't even have mobile phones. No. It was it was just like at work, you'd like pick up the normal phone. Yeah. Heading to the fence this evening, or heading to Quinton's for a barbie, or whatever. We call it a bry, obviously, but but yeah, yeah. Whoever sort of decided, but we were all like keen on spending as little time as possible indoors. So it was either barbecue or a pub or going for a surf. The lucky thing there is, like summer times when there was a good swell around, you'd go for a surf before work and after work as well. So yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, because everything's like 15, 20 minute drive. Yeah. There. Not, not as much traffic as you and that sort of thing. You're in the sea, you're with your mates after work. Um, who, uh, who is your celebrity guest? Who's the person that you'd like to see paddle up to you? Okay, Tom Curran, to be honest. Nice, good choice. Good yeah. choice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Tom. Yeah, just like his sort of like flowing style and uh, just the old school sort of style. Not too flashy, but powerful. And that's probably the reason why. Yeah. He'd be, yeah. Uh, he's quite competitive though, but that'd be, that's fair to say, isn't it? You know, sort of Tom Curran. He'd, um, he'd be, he'd be <sighs> sort of pushing you off the waves. Yeah, but um, that's fine. It's Tom Curran. <laughs> <He's okay. laughs> I'm, I'm happy to just sit there and watch him surf and learn a bit. So, yeah. Whilst you've been in the sea, Greg, mm -hmm. um, you've noticed that there's uh, there's someone with a really old school because it's '87 um, helmet camera, and on the beach there is uh, someone else filming uh, the whole session. But they've asked you to supply the soundtrack. What's the soundtrack? Probably be um, Bob Marley Legend. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice because of the, the wave it is as well. It's really flowing wave and yeah. yeah. Nice. I went through my vinyl collection the other day. So I have three copies of that. I'm really? not sure why, but I've got three of them. Yeah. So that's one for you and one for Greg. I'll send them out of the post. Yeah. Good on you. <laughs> Generally, yeah, we used to listen to sort of like reggae and a bit of sort of like alternative stuff and that sort of thing in those days. Yeah, nice. 
and then came the electronic <coughs> and doof doof shit. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like reggae rhythm going in there, so yeah. you know, like that's you know. Oh no, I think yeah. bring back toots. That's what I say. I am. Um, I'm a big. I'm a big fan in the summer. Like you know, switching switching over my sort of um, you know pre-surf choices or after-surf choices in music um, to you know something a little bit more sort of chilled and reggae. You know, where yeah. it comes to sort of you know in the winter surfing when it's cold, I tend to listen yeah. to something a little bit more upbeat to get myself psyched up. You know, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Mysterious Girl by Peter Andre doesn't technically <laughs> count as reggae. <laughs> yeah. In the summer, for sure, like you know when it's warm and you know you know you're going down for a two-foot fun board session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing yeah. like Jack Johnson and all that shit. Yeah, why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah. The, you know. Yay! What's the apres, sir? Uh, are we uh, scoffing a whole load of Biltong and drinking a whole load of... Oh, what's the local beer? South African beer, I had it in my head. Castle, Black Label. Oh, no, I don't Castle think Lager, Lion Lager, Carling Black Label. Sounds classy. Yeah, all of the above. Um, so, yeah, what, what, are you, um, so what's you, what are you having for your apres surf, then? What's, um, what's happening after the waves? Oh, it's a, a barbecue with a bit of... Urovos <laughs> and, and steaks and uh, uh, chicken for vegetables. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, we used to just like oh, mainly have, have a surf and then head back to someone's house for a barbie and like, all the girlfriends make the salads and shit and we'd all just speak shit. And... Barbecues, right? So, this was the, yeah. this is the bit I, I love a barbecue. Um, like yeah. you, I'm I'm a big fan of like if you're gonna stick like vegetables on the barbecue, you know, yeah, fair enough, stick them on a skewer, but like have yeah. chicken in between those peppers and mushrooms, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, and in fairness, that you know, on a barbecue as well in this day and age, you know, yeah, have something independent for the vegetarians, you know, an area of that. Yeah. that my my wife's vegan. Fair play. I'm yeah. vegetarian, so yeah, I, I haven't eaten So I, I'm with that, but the ones that really piss me off, right, are the, um, are the ones what, that they bring a whole massive fish wrapped in tin foil, and they stick yeah. that. You know, they, they're like, oh, can we cook this on your barbecue? When you're having a barbecue, and you're like, you're doing burgers, sausages, chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Somebody, it's in tin foil, it somebody, won't make it all taste like fish. It's fucking hell, yeah. man. And it's a massive fish. You take it over the whole barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, that's just a bit weird. No, I'm not eating the head. Oh, I caught oh, this fish myself earlier yeah. on, so I thought I'd bring it over. Uh, well, you've ruined my fucking barbecue. That's right. Yeah. Sushi or fuck off. Yeah. That's, that's the line. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're having a fish barbecue, there's no place for fish. Ooh, you're hard showing off. Right, mate. Well, we'll leave you back to your uh, day job. Okay, mate. Thank you so right. much for um for getting stuck in and giving up a bit of your time. Nice talking. Take it steady. Have a, have a good one. And Maybe you I'll meet up with you sometime at the way. What a legend, eh? Thank you to Greg for giving up your time. Uh, he was so good. We uh, What we couldn't get into the edit was that we met his dog and his cat. Um, his cat was wearing a, uh, a, a cone on its head um, because it was going through some stuff. Um, I don't think uh, he did it intentionally just to annoy the cat. I think there was genuinely a medical reason. 
But uh, we couldn't really get that into the edit, which was a real shame because um, there was just a whole cacophony of noise of microphone scratches and, and everything on that side of things. But, uh, but it happened and it was ace. And Jim was trying to wind up the dog by whistling at it. Um, and, you know, G- Jim's typical sort of function with uh, this whole thing is to try and take it down. Um, anyway... If you would like to be a part of the Perfect Sessions, we would love to hear from you. Uh, Get in touch with us. Uh, There are some details on our website, agingsurfer.co.uk. Otherwise, on our Facebook, at Aging Surfer, or Instagram, at Aging Surfer. So, um, yeah, get in touch. Drop us a line. We've got a few more that we're doing over the next few weeks. uh, But otherwise, we will find a way to schedule in, share a beer with you, and, uh, and have a good chat. Lovely to see you all. Take it easy. Stay safe. Love you. Bye.